0: You are listening to the Spark Influence podcast with Spark Media founders, Peter and Misty Phillip. Spark Influence is a podcast about living a life with intention in marriage, family, ministry, and as business leaders. This show is brought to you by the Spark Media Podcast Network. Visit sparkmedia.ventures for more inspiring podcasts.
1: Welcome to the Spark Influence Podcast, second episode of 2023.
0: Hey, we're excited that y'all are here for another episode about growth. This month, we are focusing on ways that we can grow as leaders in our marriage, with our families, and in our business. So today, let's talk about sharing resources and knowledge with one another. Most couples like us, Peter, they have different areas of expertise and come across different resources and have different resources. As at their disposal. So I'd love to talk about ways that we can share these resources with one another and how that helps us to grow and learn and in different ways that we can learn and grow together.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's a a great topic because it, it exact, families are reflected that way, right? Couples, especially if you're going through a business together, especially, but just in the daily life, how you can use those differences to shore each other up, improve each other, improve kind of the overall picture for the family. I think it's a great, a great place to go.
0: Yeah, and one of the scriptures that came to my mind as we were preparing for this episode, and I think we see this principle portrayed beautifully in Colossians 3.16, which says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual psalms with thanksgiving in your heart. Now, obviously this has to do with us sharing the word of God with one another, but I think just that principle of sharing wisdom and encouraging one another. And so I think we should always seek to encourage one another and lift one another up.
1: Absolutely, right. So, you know, we've, we've touched several times on this, and I think this, I want to kind of focus on this for a minute. You know, encouragement cannot be sort of understated in, in how powerful it is within a relationship. And if we speak specifically about husband and wives and, and sort of especially in business, that encouragement is a small, it's a small price to pay for a really huge payout because the other person is is usually really uplifted by it. Like it's it's a very positive thing. It makes them feel good. It's like oh, I'm being recognized. You get recognition out of it. You get an encouragement out of it. You get you get highlighted for it. Right. So everyone likes to feel like they're it, you feel like you're appreciated. All those things are really important. And help drive that, that unity forward, right? It helps drive it, especially going towards your goals, right? So the goal setting and, and then moving forward and there's there's encouragement for it or progress about it, progress towards it, then those things are very, very powerful and should not be left off the table like that. You should make an effort to make sure you're encouraging your other
0: Absolutely. And it could be small acts of of kindness. Like when I know you're working and you've, you've been in the study for hours and haven't taken a break, just like popping in with a cup of tea. When I make myself a cup of tea, like I know that that blesses you. It lets you know that I'm thinking about you, that I care for what's happening with you, or I'll just pop my hand in and make sure you're doing okay. Or maybe if you're struggling, I'll make one of your special meals that you like or the things that I know that make you feel better that provide your heart comfort. And then in turn, you do the same for me, especially I think you're really good at encouraging me when I'm experiencing doubt, or I get overwhelmed because i do things not like you in a very logical fashion, but I get really intensely focused on things. And, but then I can also go from sort of one thing to the next thing. And it it, it takes um, work from you to rein me in. Um, but when I, you know, if I'm feeling doubt you're also the one that that comes alongside me and says baby I'm really proud of you you're doing a really good job you're doing this really good or I'll say to you you know thank you for the way that you provide for our family so sometimes it's just small words of affirmation other times it is um, it, it's small acts of kindness but I think where it becomes really cool is when we have both of those coupled with we're learning and growing together and that that's where, you know, you bring in the, the things that you love about technology and or you read a lot of news, so you're always like informing me about different things that are happening in the world or different things that you've read and then I read different things than you read. So I'll share those with you. And to have this sort of ongoing dialogue of of ever growing, ever learning, ever, you know, just trying to do it better.
1: That was a that was a great. It was a great segment right there. I really, yeah. You said everything I could say that I was going to say, right. (laughs) But I, and I think, uh, if I take this more broadly for couples in general, whatever those things look like for you, that's what, that's what you need to be doing. And you're not all the same. Different acts of kindness mean different things to different people. So find out, you know, what your spouse likes, you know how to make them feel appreciated. If you don't, you really should figure that out pretty quickly. Um, and, and so husbands and wives, both. And that, that goes to our theme of growth because if you're not doing these things, then you're probably not progressing in whatever goals you set. And it's going to cause friction and it's going to grind it down and it's not going to be the experience you want it to be. And so doing those things really puts uh, fuel in the tank to keep on going because it's going to get harder. It starts off easy always, but it's going to get harder and harder. And you push through that by doing these things for each other because you are filling up each other's tank, whether it's the love tank, the spiritual tank, the encouragement tank, whatever it is, doing those things will keep them fueled up and and firing. And it keeps you close. It keeps you intimate. It keeps you together, right? Um, Whatever that looks like for you in your relationship to achieve that growth is those things.
0: Yeah, I absolutely love that. And and I think another thing is we need to have – Goals for ourselves, ways that we can improve ourselves. But I think we also need to be doing that together, talking about what's working, what's not working, reevaluate. Yeah. It's a it's a constant process, right? It's not like a one and done. You know, our marriage looks very different now than it did 10, 20,
1: you yeah, know, yeah, absolutely right years it, ago. Everybody's a different stage. If you've been married a year, your goals and how you interact with each other is gonna look very different if you've been married 30 years. Like they're not the same. Nor will your goals be, nor will how you get there, right? And there's a there's a difference in the familiarity and the comfort and of of age and being together a long time than if you've been together one five years, one a year, five years, right? There's there's still a lot of growth going on in just in your relationship, and so making sure you cover these things, maybe add a date night. You know, they have the 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 three rule, you know, go out, uh, um, or the two rule, go out twice every, you know, go out twice date each other at least once a week. So twice every two weeks, then take a vacation every quarter or two or two quarters, and then take a long-term retreat with each other every two years kind of thing. Uh, and I may be just masquering that one. I can't remember if it was all twos or all threes. <laughs> I can't remember, but uh it, it there's a good point there, right? Cause those, all those things go to maybe not, it's, it's not goal focus, but it's goal enhancing because you take the pressure off of other things to let yourselves become together and, and you're growing more deeply than you realize. And that matters tremendously because it helps fuel everything else. You know, you can't just drive all the time. You've got to take downtime. You've got to take breaks
0: you're really good at that. You will see when I am kind of stressed and you'll be like, date night? And you just <laughs> bring it on me and be like, or even when things are going well and you're just like, okay, it's, it's date night time. You know, let's go to our favorite little restaurant around the corner where we just sit and people watch and yep. and talk and, and just kind of get a break from the house, the routine, our kids, the family, the all the things. And so even at this stage in our life, we're making time for that intimacy and time to connect, which I think is at the heart of a lot of this goal setting, dreaming, working together, encouraging one another is is having strong communication. And I know we're going to talk about that more in uh, future episodes, but life is filled with unexpected twists and turns. And marriage can be strained by a lot of different things from our finances to Being stressed with too many obligations, um, you know, health challenges, uh, raising kids, having illnesses, lots of different things can can affect us. And, And I think when you add starting and running a business on top of that, that can be, you know, a hot pot of stress. So that's why I think it's crucial to be supportive of one another.
1: Yeah, no, uh, that's and it looks different at different times, right? If you're two years married and you have, or, or you know, a couple, three, five years married and you have a two-year-old and a nine-month-old doing business together, it's going to look very different than if you've got, you know, your kids are gone and they're they're out of school and y'all are just transitioning and maybe starting different careers together. That's there's a very different, you know, you you have that. I think you, you hit on it in the beginning of the paragraph. There's, it's it's communication, right? It's it's really crucial. Like you and I, there's there's a concept in stuff. Stay with me here. There's a concept in software development. It's the agile process. And it, 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 and there's a thing called standups where you, where the development team literally will have a meeting every day for 15 minutes. And all they do is say, this is what I did yesterday. This is what I'm doing today. There's nothing in my way, or I got a blocker, right? It's 15 minutes. It's quick. You and I essentially have a standup every day. We, uh, we get up, I make the coffee. We sit on the, uh, the couch together and we stand up, sitting down about our day. And we, we really have a 15 minute conversation. What are you doing today? What are you doing Here's today? What's on my calendar? What, I've got
0: to do this. You yeah. got to do that. Like every day. How can I help you today? What, you know?
1: And it works really well for us because then we know where our collisions are in the day. Like, there, okay, there's going to be a thing here. Or you know for us it it has a lot to do with sometimes with management of our of our special needs son, so you know I'm, I need to record you 're going to do a recording and an interview. I need quiet, make sure connor 's settled right I'm doing, who's i 'm doing who 's
0: going to make lunch? Are we ordering? Are we picking yeah, up exactly. like who 's doing dinner all all, of those the, kind all of the
1: machinations that go into making the day run fairly smoothly, like without both of us walking out and looking at each other going well, what 's to eat and then we're like <laughs> i don 't know you figure it out then you start a problem, then it becomes an argument, and then your day gets sidetracked right so Having our little daily stand up, and whenever you do it, whatever you do it, it's that it's that communication that we have every before we really start our day is important. And, and,
0: and we do sort of that on a, on a larger level, typically on the weekends where we are preparing for the week, we're preparing food for the week, or just looking ahead at the week where we we're having those conversations and we lay out like, these are the things we need to get done this weekend to help to prepare for a, a better week ahead. And then having those, yeah, daily touch points I think are, are really crucial.
1: Yeah. I, I'm, I see a lot of, I've encountered a lot of people in, in business that, they don't have any near that level of of communication and that's really i think that, that that's it's it, sh- it should be it should not be overlooked it's really really helpful to us and to your point we do daily touch and then we do weekly and then we do sort of large scale planning you know probably quarterly because we're worried about what's coming for the next 3 months so we we kind of know what's coming for each of us And we have long-term things that occur for us in here. for you. It's going to be your conference. It's an annual thing. And we know you've got another one coming up in March. That's a big event, right? And there's things that we do that are quarterly. Sorry. Coming up in February. Sorry, (laughs) February. So, see, I guess I was paying attention at that meeting. But uh, that's a really crucial thing for couples. I I think that if you're especially in business together, you need to plan these things out. You need to have a good understanding of what's happening with each other. And it keeps the channels open.
0: Well, another tool that we have is we have a shared family calendar. So, you know, I know important meetings that you have each week when, when you're going to need the house to be quiet and for there to be focused time for you. And, and, you know, when I'm leaving the house or needing the car or or all the just different things that, you know, things that we need to know about our kids or different activities that we have
1: appointments and
0: yeah, that helps us to really plan and, and to organize. And we always know, we always know what's going on in each other's worlds and I think you're right I think that is that you know over communication is maybe what some people think of it but it really is a pathway to success because I think a lot of people don't have this level of communication
1: no yeah they I I, I don't I see that lacking somewhat in relationships just from my experience with with customers and business uh, business associates
0: Yeah. So let's talk about when we kind of hit a snag or a roadblock and we need help. I think that we need to make sure that we are seeking out mentors and that we're surrounding ourselves with trusted advisors. And that's something that we know a lot of people, we have large networks, but we only have a few people who are our trusted advisors in our life, people that speak wisdom into our lives. But I think it's important for for everyone to have that. And especially if you find yourself struggling, that you're seeking out the help that you need whether it's a wise friend or a mentor, they can offer valuable guidance and support. They can pray for you. They can navigate, help you navigate the challenges of whether it's in marriage or in business. I think we need to seek out people who can help us to grow and learn, especially when we get stuck. And sometimes we don't even know that we're stuck, but when we have when we're surrounded by wise counsel they may see things that are a blind spot for us that we don't even see in ourselves or they can just they're further down the road than we are and so they can say oh yeah i remember when that happened and you know you will live to see another day it's okay
1: yeah (laughs) i love that because i think a couple things yeah the experience the wisdom of experience cannot be overstated and not even close like it's it, it is everything, I think. And I've said that statement several times, like experience is everything. I don't care what you've, you know, what what you think you know. If you haven't done most of it, then you may not, you don't see it or you don't know you're in it or you can't figure out a way through it or whatever that thing is. I think to your trusted advisors, everyone needs them, but you, you will have very few. You should have very few trusted advisors. There's not a council of 12 here. Like you should have... One, two, three people that are really, really close, like super trusted. They know everything that you know. They're, they're fully advised into your life because you just can't maintain a, a, a deep trust relationship with that with a bunch of individuals, and you won't have time to for them to be aware of your life and have that caring relationship, right? Because a trusted advisor does care about you. That's why they're that trusted advisor, and they have your interests, right? They're not out for themselves. They're not there to ride along. They just want to help you. And then mentorship, mentor, it's hard to have more than one mentor at a time. You maybe could do mentors in different fields where if you did a professional mentor and then like a, uh, you know, like a someone to help you mentor with the spiritual walk, or that would typically be more like a pastor or, or a, somebody
0: Bible like that. Bible study or Bible a small study, group. Right, those right. kind of
1: things. But a real mentor is going to be someone in a very specific field who typically will help you along that path and those are really really valuable those those people pay for mentors like so finding a good mentor is is amazing and and so valuable because they can really help you leap forward by bringing knowledge and experience and capabilities that you maybe didn't even know were there or it's just it's kind of what you don't know what you don't know and a mentor can really help you with that and encourage you as can the trusted advisors but I think those are amazing things to seek out. If you don't have one of those at all, then I think you should look for it in 2023 for sure.
0: Absolutely. Some of the things this last year, some some groups that I became affiliated with were one, faith-driven entrepreneurs and investors. And I took part in a couple of different foundation groups. They've written some books that are biblically based about being a entrepreneur and being an investor. And I've been a part of an online group that was a global group that had people from around the world that were part of it. And then I also was part of a, a local group here in Houston that met for eight weeks but then I've also attended their conferences and they have satellite locations for those events and so that's been one way that I've been able to connect with people of faith who are doing work for the kingdom and since I'm a social person I need those kind of things that is not necessarily the way that you learn and grow but it has been beneficial for me Another thing I started doing this year was attending coffees and convos with CEOs at the Curio Collective. And the Curio Collective is made up of kingdom-minded business people who want to make a difference. And so I have met um, on several occasions with people there. And it's nice to meet people who are, you know... Who love the Lord and want to do good things in this world, but who are also in the business world and want to take what they have gained from their business experience and pass it on, or they want to use their profits to to help charities and missions and nonprofits, and just finding other people that we can be involved in, involved with to to do good things. Now you are more of like a one on one, like you've got good. Friends friends that you will have conversations with or have a daily, you know, string with. a There's like a constant dialogue. So, you know, it looks different in your life than it does in my life. But I think that's where it's key is for us to figure out, you know, how can we seek help when we need it from trusted advisors, but also be looking back and, and see how, how can we help other people bring them along. And that's what we do together in Spark Media, in our collective. We're People come to us as the trusted advisor in podcasting from a from a Christian perspective, and we encourage and inspire them and share new tools and technology and things that have worked for us in the past and provide a space for them to meet and gather and grow and teach and train and all the things.
1: Yeah, that's, you know, I've definitely entered the mentor instead of the mentee stage of life and have mentored several different companies and it's a really enjoyable. I don't think if you've never been a mentor, like you don't get the reward. It's just amazing how you can help. You just, it's such an encouragement. You know, it's, it's a, it's a very biblical concept of how that, it's like a teacher apprentice kind of thing, but not at that level. It's really encouraging. So if you're, if you haven't been one, uh, I would suggest finding someone to mentor because it's incredibly rewarding and you can, you can really be an uplifting source in someone's life, but by, by doing that, and to your point about the Curio interesting place, it's like a, it's like a Christian shark tank, like it's a it's a pretty impressive thing. And and I think having the ability to have a place to go and meet with those leaders who are wanting to give back, they're all essentially just like trying to mentor, find one of those where you live, like find it, see if there's a space like that, because it's, it, it's been very encouraging for you.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a co-working space, but we're all on the same mission to love the Lord and to do good in the world and to make a difference in the kingdom. And so, yeah, there's been some just interesting connections that have been made and and I've been able to encourage people and they've been able to encourage me and and especially in the in the business aspect of things where I have good ideas but I don't have you know the formal training in business and so you've always been my trusted business advisor but have had input from other people in terms of you know business plans and and just ways of running business and and um, leadership and and different things which has been really beneficial to me. So what are some ways that you think that couples can come together? You know, we've talked about the daily stand-up. We've talked about having a shared calendar. We've talked about seeking resources and help beyond ourselves. What are some other ways that people can share and encourage one another in their life, in their marriage, in their business?
1: That's a good question. I think it's okay to involve that mentor style, maybe from another couple or someone else, another couple in your situation or space who may be older is a great place to have some accountability with external, external individuals that are just being accountable to each other and having set goals that are accountability goals or is really crucial, but they can have broader, more general accountability with, with other couples or other entrepreneurs because you have to be in the space to know what it's like to be there, right? And having a, 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 shared, a shared experience, a shared need, a shared want or goal is really powerful if you can take that outside the picture of just the family. And it needs to look the same. They need to be entrepreneurs maybe in business and it has a family business or they've got their family involved. You know, It's not hard to find those where it's father and son and wife runs the office and the father and son do the whatever trade and they've got four siblings working all over the place. Like that's a great thing. That's the same. That's no different than if you have an online business and you're just have an Etsy store and your couples selling stuff and your garage is full of merch that you ship out, right? Like there's all the same challenges are going to exist. You're still going to have the same problems. And especially if you're doing this from a faith walk standpoint, really, really good to kind of get in a network of those and take it outside the family and understand some challenges and have that be an encouragement and a help. It's, it's hard to find. Don't, don't get me wrong. Cause everyone who has their business is busy and don't, they don't dedicate time. But um, uh, I, I think, putting the faith walk first for the couple in business is, is crucial. Like that should be how you start it and how you end it all the time. And that should be the overarching umbrella for everything you're doing. If it's not that lens, you may have what appears to be success in the world, but man, if you're not doing it for God's glory and you're not, and it's not for Misty's glory or Peter's glory or Misty and Peter's glory, like that's not how it works. We're doing it because this is for God's glory. And if you don't take that approach, Uh, I don't know what to tell you.
0: Well, I would say get involved in, uh, you know, local fellowship, whether that is in a church or a small group, a Bible study, you know, through the last couple of years, we've spent a lot of time online, and a lot of people have disconnected from being in person and doing things together. And that's one of the things that I really tried to focus on, which is how I got involved in some of these groups, is trying to do things locally with people in our community. And I was in a, a Bible study for women leaders in Houston that that only met once a month, and it was the, the perfect amount of time for me. But I knew every month that I would go, I would be spiritually focused fed, but I would also be able to connect with other women who are leaders and who are doing amazing things in our city. And so that's what I think. I think that people, if you're not connected in a local body of believers, if you don't have a Bible study, if you don't have a small group, make that your priority this year to get in a group that you and your spouse can, can do together. That would be the best thing for you to grow together so look for ways that you can encourage your spouse and and grow together in this new year. We will talk more next week about ways that we can grow.
1: Amen.